Oh, we're starting, right? Oh, um, welcome back to another episode <laughs> of, of the Raven Puff Podcast. <laughs> I'm um, Sita. I'm Isla. I feel like we always forget to introduce ourselves. We really ought to do that more often. Yes, we do. Um, and guess who's introducing another new series that we're probably going to talk about instead of sticking with the ones we're actually supposed to talk about in our podcast description. <clears throat> it's us! Yes! <laughs> and we are discussing... Shadow and Bone by uh, Leigh. I said it was uh, Leah. Lee? Leah? I'm going to Google it. <laughs> we should have prepared for yeah, this Yeah, we should have. Hold on. Um, we should always prepare for it. No. Did I spell that right? Uh, oh, there's an H. Okay, you type in and I'll just talk to her. these guys. Okay. Um, so this is a very popular book series. Uh, it's a very... Uh, Y A. She tells us how to pronounce yeah, all the Russian names. <gasps> how do you how do you pronounce it though? How do you pronounce? <laughs> That's not helpful. <laughs> to Ravkin terms, no. Oh yeah, heads up, we're probably going to be pronouncing a lot of things wrong in this episode because it's that's all how, Russian. That's how fantasy works. Yeah. It just makes things hard to pronounce. Okay. Uh, what does this app say? Lee Bardigo. Lee Bardigo. Okay. I was right about the Bardigo part. Yeah. I, I just, it was Leah. But just ignore Leah. that beeping in the background. Yeah. That's just the fire alarm or something. <laughs> no, it's, it's the not. washing machine. Yes. Um. Okay. So Shadow and Bone by Lee Bardigo. Is a very popular OIA series. Mm-hmm. Um, she also wrote a... Uh, kind of continuation, sort six, of six six, six of, crows. of crows, which exists. And in the then same there's universe. the is it just called the King's Scars series? I know that's what the first book is called, but yeah, I mean that yeah. seems to be a theme with her book. She names the series over the. Yeah. Oh wait, no. Is League of Thorns the first one? Nobody. League of Thorns and King of Scars, which is another series. There are three of them, and we've only read Shadow and Bone so far, but I'm very excited to read the other ones. Yes. Six of Crow sounds really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yes. Sounds like my sort of thing. Definitely, yeah. Um, already getting off topic, but I was at this camp, and we were having a conversation about how, like, birds like crows and ravens are used uh, very frequently in fantasy. And one of my friends said, I mean, the books would probably be a lot less popular if it was called Six of Pigeons or something. <laughs> And I personally think that sounds great. I would be down to read Six of Pigeons. But it does sound less, like... Edgy. Edgy. <laughs> yeah. Like, um. Yeah. Um, okay, well, let's, let's, let's like, uh, dive in. So. Oh, we don't have a question of the episode, because I think we're all... Ca- we're not all caught up, but then there are a few ones that we kind of think could get their own whole episode. Yep. So, we're gonna... Um, um, so we didn't forget about you. We're just waiting for the right moment. We have some things we want to get done. And yeah. remember what happened with that Magnus Chase episode? Yeah, we don't want that to happen with Shadow and Bone here. You hold just... up the book. It's like they can... We <laughs> always do. forget that we're not on camera and that you can't see us. Yeah. It's probably for the best that you can't see us. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. Okay. So we're going to go into our usual, like, spoiler-free review thing. You Except know. the spoiler-free reviews are normally very good but let, let's try you know okay so sound effect aha okay on to the spoiler free review um okay. so shadow and bone is a fantasy book 
Should I read the back? Sure, read the back. How about you read the back? I'll read the back. Orphaned in... (laughs) (laughs) Expendable? (laughs) Orphaned and expendable, Alina Starkov is a soldier who knows she may not survive her first trek across the Shadowfold, a swath of unnatural darkness crawling with monsters. But when her regiment is attacked, Alina unleashes dormant magic not even she knew she possessed. Now Alina will enter the lavish world of royalty and intrigue as she trains with the Gresha, her country's, um, I think it's Gresha. Some people say Grisha. Or... I think I always said Gresha. I always said Gresha. Um, Sorry if you get annoyed about our pronunciation. Yeah. Her country's magical military elite and falls under the spell of their notorious leader, the Dark One. He believes Alina can that summon guy. a force capable of destroying the Shadowfold and reuniting their war-ravaged country. If only she can master her untamed gift. As the um, threat to the kingdom mounts and Alina unlocks secrets of her own past, she will make a dangerous discovery that could threaten all she loves in the very future of a nation. I'm sorry, reading that after finishing the series, it just... <laughs> Many things have changed. Okay. Not to spoil <laughs> anything. Um, Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it's it's pretty dramatic. Pretty um, angsty. I, I would say it can get, like... We don't. I don't like to give age ratings. No. I'm bad at giving age ratings mainly because I read a lot of things that people think, say I'm too young to read. Hunger Games. <laughs> um. <clears throat> pause. Um. <laughs> so I don't like to give age ratings. Really, but I would say that this can get, like, as intense as the Hunger Games. Yeah. At times. It is, like, YA. It's YA. So it is a, a bit above the level of, like, most of the, uh, like, Posey Jackson and yeah, Harry there Potter. There are some graphic Keeper. violent scenes, kind and of. And other stuff. <laughs> and there's some romantic stuff. Um. <laughs> okay. Seat is dying. I always um, am. She always is. Um, okay, so... So, I, I would... I recommend this book. If yes, you haven't I read it already, it if you are cool with Hunger Games level of, st- of stuff. Oh, also it got, like, a Netflix adaptation that neither of us have seen. I watched the first episode, but it combined it with Six of Crows. And oh, didn't yeah. Spoil that. So, like, once we read Six of Crows, we'll probably do an episode on the mm-hmm. Netflix show. But yeah. by then, like, everyone else will have seen it already. Yeah, and then they're making a second season, so maybe by then there will be a second season out. Hmm. I also take a really long time to watch things because I can't commit to something, to a show. Cough still on the last episode of High School Musical, the musical Really? Really? Yeah, really. Wow. Well, that's because, like, uh, Disney Plus got deleted from what I normally watch stuff on, and then I was too lazy to get it back because I didn't need it, and then... Okay, well, anyway. Uh, yeah, that was our review. Oh, not review. That wasn't well, much of a review. Let me let me do okay. some talking. I'll right. let you do some talking. So, it's a... It takes place in a mythological world, um... Mainly takes place in the country called Ravka. It's it's ba- it's loosely based on Russian mythology. Yes. It's got some Russian names that I had trouble pronouncing. <laughs> I can't um, fantasy names, man. And okay, um, and so as you know by the back, if it's on the back, it's not really a spoiler. No. 
Alina works for the first or second. Wait, is the first army the Gresha or the regular? I can't remember. Works for an army. She's a map maker, cartographer, and she and her regiment and her best friend Mao go across the Unsea or the Shadowfold, which is like a black giant shadow thingy. Keeping your hand right in my face. <laughs> that is that has lots of monsters that want to eat you and stuff. Yeah. And it's very difficult to get across, like, probably, like, only 5 out of 10 make it. Yeah. Like, if... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. only about a 50% survival rate, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Book today! Your trip through the shadow. <laughs> <laughs> Bordered on the north by... Fjord... Eh. Well, it's like fjord, but with... What? Never mind. It's some sort of Icelandic name, I think. Icelandic name? Norwegian, Scandinavian, um, okay. and the Shuhan on the south. And then they have the True Sea on the other side of the Shadowfold. But Ravka is mainly cut off from a lot of resources. I'm rambling, aren't I? Okay. Got uh, cut off there because people kept walking. Got cut off, off twice, and now we're re-recording things, and I don't, I don't need to tell you that. <laughs> yeah, well, so it's a great fantasy series. Um, it's very entertaining at times. Um, it, it also made me want to stick hot chili peppers in my eyes. Yes, it did at times. Um, so it yeah, also read it. It's good. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely gonna share some of the school incidents later. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna start going and out. The first one from here on out. Major spoiler warning. Right. We will not be contained. <laughs> okay. There will be no holding back. So, first book. Shadow and Bone. Yay. Okay. So, okay, let's get to our planning doc here. Uh, so, uh, so we're going to try to be, like, good podcasters and do, like, good analysis <laughs> stuff. Um, but we're probably going to go way off topic. Yeah. But we'll try. We'll you actually know? try this time. Uh-huh. We say that every time, and it never works. We're, um, we're gonna do it, okay? We're gonna do it. Let's talk about the structure and the pacing. <laughs> what um, is that and how do I talk about it? Well, we can talk about kind of how the book is paced. I think it was paced pretty well to get things done without, like, making yeah, it feel yeah. super long or rushed or anything. I thought it was pretty well paced with good breaks. Yeah, this book... But this entire series was sort of an emotional roller coaster. For yeah, me. it was. It was good. Like you could feel, like you could feel, like as soon as he started to be like, "Yeah, this is kind of repetitive." Blah blah. They're like, "He did a plot twist." Who in the what now? <laughs> and um, it'd be like, "Wait, the Darkling be a bad guy?" Oh yeah, can we talk about that for a second? Because I have many opinions. We'll, First get, of we'll all... get to that in the character section. Okay, but we do call him the Darkling. Cause... Oh. <laughs> So there was this one time, those in all of my copies of the books are the newer ones with the newer covers and the stuff in the back. And in the back, oh, I randomly flipped the page, that's convenient. And in the back, there's like a letter that Mal wrote to Alina when she was with the Grisha originally, mm-hmm. the first time. Um, <clears throat> and because it's in like a handwriting font, when he said the Darkling, I misread it. Wait, did I just say <laughs> When he said the Darkling, I misread it as the Darkling. 
And can we talk about what a crazy name the Darkling is? Yeah, like... We've gotten used to it, but it's like... Like, okay, half of my... I like to put little sticky notes in the books and write my thoughts. Mm-hmm. Uh, for better or for worse. Um, but I could just not take him seriously for so long because his name was the Darkling. And, like, of course, it's not his real name. We, we at least learned that in the third book. Mm-hmm. Oh, we learn what his real name is in the third book, and that, oh, we'll talk about that, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I couldn't take him seriously, because his name was the Darkling. Then I accidentally read his name as the Darkling, and <clears throat> I've just been calling him that, like, not on purpose ever since, and I can't, I can't take him seriously even more now. He's just become the Dorkling, so we're just going to refer to him as that. We mean yeah. the Darkling, but we just call him the Dorkling. Dorkling. <laughs> but, like, yeah, I think it was, yeah, I think the pacing was pretty well. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I can't really talk much about pacing I, <laughs> because I don't. Uh, really pay attention to that that much unless it's like obviously horrible yeah uh we're not professional podcasters in case you haven't noticed um let's talk about something we're better at talking about now okay characters okay let's start off with our main character alina i liked her i like her alina i mean i think she i think it was like Kind of with all of these crazy books, you got them in the wrong order. With all of these crazy book series, they 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 all slowly lose their their brain cells. Yeah. Throughout the entirety of the series, they just they just turn into mindless shells, kind of at the end. Uh, Yeah. So I think in the first book was when we got the best of Alina, just because she was the most mentally stable. Yeah. Um. (laughs) At that point. Yeah. I mean, so was everyone else, sort of. Yeah, and I think. I, I really um, I really enjoyed her character in the first book. Yeah, and I, I feel like, of course, she's the main character, so people get annoyed with her. Or they call her, like, too overpowered or too that's boring. Just, that's just what people do. Yeah, the, people tend to be very nitpicky with main characters, and I can understand why, but also I feel like just, like, cut them some slack. Yeah, and I so, think Alina was actually a pretty realistic character. Yeah, I, far, I felt like... As far as, like... Like our like our like strong female main characters go, and just all main characters in general. Yeah, really. A lot of thing I see when people are talking about Alina is that like, oh, she does nothing like by herself. It's always someone else that does stuff. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> Do you know how much this girl has survived? Literally, that and died a few times. <laughs> but I-, I think she's a very like, realistically strong. Indeed, like, yeah, I mean... And that might not even be that strong, like... If like, we're gonna have a main, I could not do that. Because, like, if we have, like... Because the thing is, the fandom will be really, like, nitpicky about these things. Like, oh, they're too overpowered. Oh, they don't have... Ow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't have enough flaws, but... Yeah. If Alina could just, like, shoot sparks from her hand... She wouldn't be the one who changes the tide of this entire yeah. series uh, in the war. Not to turn this into like a political episode or whatnot. Not political, but controversial. Whatever. Um, I feel like people tend to be a lot more nitpicky with 
female main characters and with male main characters. Mm-hmm. Like, they say that, like, they're either too, like, not like other girls, and, like, if they don't like being, like, feminine, feminine, it masses air quotes right there, um, or, like, wearing dresses and whatnot, if they don't like that stuff, then they're like, oh, these authors need to try to, like, stop being so, like, cool, and uh, it's fine to be that way. But then if and then want, I'm, but then, then if they then if they actually do that, then they're like, oh, they're just playing into female stereotypes. And it's and basic. Like, yeah. It's like, that's something I see with Cinder a lot. Like, people say that she was too much, like, not like other girls, but, like, she never said that. But there's no, I read a whole rant about this not like other girls thing. Yeah. And, and I make jokes about it a lot, because honestly, I used to be one of those. Mm-hmm, yeah. But it's generalizing most girls as something yeah. when every person is just unique and yeah they and have then like thing. if they don't rely on others for help then people say that they're like too cold and there's nothing wrong with opening up to other people but then if they like don't do everything completely on their own they're also like oh they rely too much on other on like other people yeah. uh, specifically male characters if they have like a male friend like sometimes like they i don't know they, they don't do everything completely on their own. They're like, oh, they're weak because they sometimes have other people do stuff. And I mean, like, for the sake of, like, a line of sanity, like, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. She needs to have someone that she can talk to and do things with. Yeah, and... Mal is kind of like her mental anchor, I think, yeah. for the most and part. This is supposed to be about the character. We're still only on a line Maybe this is a rant for another day, but I felt like all the characters, again, except for that one uh there were things i liked about them and there, there were times i liked them and there were times i didn't yeah and if anyone's wondering that one character is the king i hated him you're supposed to hate him yeah he has no redeeming qualities whatsoever no. um but yeah i i felt like and even with characters like the old dorkling um i felt like he, he was evil and psychopathic and whatnot. But also his actions sort of made sense. Yeah. Like, especially after did. reading the short story. Yeah. Uh, which <laughs> pulled at the heartstrings. Um, but it sort of made sense why he was the way that he was. It did. It did. And I think that's what makes a really good series. Cause like, once you horrible get... person, but good character. Indeed, indeed. Like, I think once you get into more YA fiction, you start to see kind of a more diverse in, like, the villains and stuff. Yeah. Just because, like, when you're reading the little, like, young kids can't really understand the fact that people could be bad, but they do it for, like, Wait, not necessarily how... justified reasons, but understandable kind of reasons. Yeah, which is how we end up with villains like Voldemort. Who are just evil to be evil. The Dark Lord. <laughs> Death Eaters. Yeah. You know, all, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And they did kind of give Voldemort a backstory. I forget most of it. I don't really remember it at all. Um, what was this whole thing? Okay. Again, not to go to another rant when we're still in the character category and only talking about Elida. Um, <laughs> But there was this whole thing about how, like, he's incapable of love, and that's what makes him so evil. And then my a over here. Mm-hmm. 
just like when they say love i'm pretty sure they mean like things other than just romantic love just like a general love for anything, anything. or anyone like friendship family pie <laughs> yeah um i don't know whatever yeah um yeah maybe that's another that's a let's try okay moving on to another character let's do matt let's talk about matt okay moving we don't Only actually of... see that much of Mao in the first, in the first book. Yeah, he's just kind of there for the beginning to be Alina's friend, who you can immediately tell is going to end up being a love interest. And then, like, okay, my first note in the book, first page. Um, the boy and the girl had arrived within weeks of each other, and no, page one of this book. No, it was the before. It was the prologue. It wasn't even page one. Okay, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Page one of the story. Why do I let already censorship? And I was right. Yep. Malina. Alina. Al. <laughs> Al. <laughs> we love Al. Um, okay. Um, okay, same with Alina, just I guess. There were times when I liked him and times when I didn't. Yeah. I guess, Are we only talking about first book Mal? Because then I really don't have much opinions. Yeah, he was just kind of there. Yeah, I didn't dislike him. He just kind of felt a bit basic. Just like, that was a long interest. Well, that's like, we weren't really introduced into him. Because, like, yeah. right off the bat, they go into the fold, and then she discovers her powers, and then she's taken to the Gresha. And then she's, like, with them for most of the, most book. Of the book. And, and then, then they the meet end, in the forest. They go to the permafrost and almost kill the sack. And then they do kill the Yeah. Sack. It's a whole thing, but, um... Oh, um When's a good time to talk about my school incidents? Um, okay, well, let's try what? to get through a few more characters. Okay, uh, Dorfling. Dorfling. I mean, those two are like, we could talk about Genya. Let's bit. talk she's, about Genya. She's not as much of a character. I think it's Genya. Yeah, I think it's Genya. Is it not? <laughs> Is it anything else? Okay, uh, Dorfling. We already kind of talked about him a bit. Um, yeah. <sighs> he seems... He... I was a little confused about him in the beginning, yeah. which makes sense because originally he was painted as like this, like this big powerful guy, that and then he's just like, but then he's just kind of like this dude. <laughs> Actually, for like the first few pages, uh, first few chapters after um, Alina's, after she almost gets assassinated mm-hmm. and stuff, and then he scopes his slicey sliciness. Yeah. Um. For the few chapters after that, I actually thought he was hilarious. <laughs> and not just because of his name. I genuinely enjoyed his character until I didn't. Until you didn't. Until he became a love interest. I, I have a joke with the series that all my favorite characters end up love interests, literal psychopaths, dead, or all three. <laughs> um. The thing with me and these uh, books where those like romance or love interest and stuff is that I'm either, I can either detect it from the first time they interact, Mal and Alina, uh, should I talk about those other two? We'll talk about them in the end. Uh, those other two. Um, or it takes me all the way until it becomes like canon or it's actually there. For me to notice, even though it's so obvious. And then you're like, gosh darn it. 
It's like, yeah. and there were so many times I was like, you know, the platonic friendship is absolutely great. Yeah. And then that backfired in more ways than one. Yeah. Well, okay, okay. Let's talk about Genya. Genya. Genya is like... Again, same with Mal. She didn't really have much character that I can remember. Not really. And she was just kind of like a friend. You could tell she kind of had a bit of a story. She was by energy. Yeah. And... and David is introduced in this. Like, they, we like do he's there for, like, one chapter. But... Well, he's just, he's just kind of there as the person that Genya's into. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I mean, I liked her. I liked her. I, I liked no, Genya. I had no reason to not like her. Yeah, there's no reason to not like Genya. I think she had a good character. Yeah. And... Same with everyone. She felt realistic. She felt realistic. Um, and there, there was kind of a little aura of mystery around her that we yeah. kind of figured out more. And in the uh, short story at the end of Siege and Storm. Yeah. And then... It was kind of crazy. Zoya's here, too. Like, no one... Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Zoya. She's, she's just there to be mean in this one. Yeah, she's just kind Again, of... Again, everyone gets, like, such good, I guess, character... Not, I can't exactly say development, but so yes. much more character depth yeah. in the other books. Like, there are so many characters that are just introduced in the first one. Just so they can be introduced. Just so they can be introduced. And they sort of fill these, like, stereotypical roles. And they're like, oh, yeah, mean person. Uh, sort of, I guess, has a thing with the book. Like, who knows about that? Um, and then and then she was just never heard from again. And I was like, that's that. I think and we then, actually do meet Nadia in this book. Yeah, but I, I forgot she existed until the second one. Third one. Third one. Yeah. Um... But, you, you know, she's just kind of there to be mean and annoying to Alina. But then in the third book, man, she became one of my favorite characters. Honestly, she was pretty good. I, I Yeah, her um, character definitely got a lot more depth. Yeah. But we'll talk about that. And sort of like a redemption without entirely getting like, I was evil and now I'm going to be good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Power yeah. wrench. All right. Okay. Just... Overall, we've kind of covered this, but just things we liked slash things we didn't like. I didn't like how I chose to read this book at school. <laughs> okay. So, Sita, Sita brought this book, I'm waving the book around in the air, um, to school one day. I was, I don't know, only a bit, maybe a few chapters into it, and I was liking it. And we had, like, a free reading day at school, um... So I went in, brought the book, and the first thing my teacher said to me that day was, oh, yeah, I saw the show for that book. Like, isn't that the show that, I mean, isn't that the book that the show was based on? I was like, oh, yeah, I haven't seen the show. That led me up for, like, another month of, well, I don't know what happened in the book, but in the show, (laughs) I think I might have gotten a few spoilers for Six of Crows from that, because I don't think he knew. That they were, like, that the Kaz and yeah. characters weren't a part of Shadow and Bone. Yes. Um, I also read all the worst scenes in school. Um, if you've read the book, you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and there was one point where I was closer to the end of the book, where it was, we had an assignment that we had to make an inference, wow. which is little uh, education stuff here. The Raven Puff Podcast is very educational, I assure you, parents. <laughs> um, it's like a prediction, but made with evidence. I think direct- I'm just making sure. Direct evidence from the text. 
Um, and it was when, like, uh, Alina was making Mal promise to, like, kill Ho if they didn't find the stag. Yeah. And my inference that I made was that Mal was that the Darkling would find the stag first and that Mal would need to kill um, Alina, but he wouldn't because he just wouldn't. And there are two more books and she's the main character. So it's kind of weird for her to die that early on. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest are just like very So when my teacher all. came back to like read the thing, I was like, sorry, it, it got a bit dark. And then I kept reading. Two pages later, they find the stag just randomly. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Uh, my thing was wrong. So I went to tell my teacher and he was like, it's fine. Uh, and then two pages later, <laughs> old Dorkling shows up. And then my inference became true. Yeah. Also, all my friends were judging me for reading books. <laughs> Everyone dies. What um, do you expect? It's YA fiction. Yeah. And... <sighs> I mean, I guess there are other stories from school and my teacher, who apparently knows this podcast exists. <laughs> so, um, hello, Mr. Teacher. If you're listening to this, um, oh boy. Um, I'm sort of angry at my mom for telling him during those parent-teacher conferences. Uh, <laughs> The thing is, it... okay, he was probably expecting some sort of like in-depth analysis stuff, and then here we are, not doing that, trying to do that, and failing. Um, this book exposed me a lot. I guess that's just what I'm gonna say. If it's yeah, I was all. We sometimes we have like extra time at the end of math. If you like finish an assignment early, you get to do some free reading. There's also a few. Can I just say shout out to my math teacher for when I said when I walked up to her with this book filled with stick with this book <laughs> filled with sticky notes, and I went up to her and said, "Can I borrow some? Can I borrow some sticky notes?" Um, she did not question it and gave me little mini ones which were perfect so thank you to my math teacher for not judging me <laughs> and not ask asking questions uh i have lots of people ask me to read them some of my notes or like what i put in my notes and it's, it's i think like, i may be the only one with the privilege to actually get to know what most of yeah. them say i mean most of them is just like me screaming at the characters for being so stupid don't listen to him don't listen to the shady bots yes <gasps> It's them. <laughs> Horrible things often emerge from the depths of soup. <laughs> oh um, well, I just want to say that I, I I enjoyed the writing style. Yeah. I think that, I was, liked that was pretty good. First person is hard to do and, like, still have me, like, I like first person, but sometimes it can feel sort of, I guess, more of a juvenile writing style, I guess. Mm-hmm. But I like it. Yeah, I do. Sometimes I think stories, and then I can't imagine it being told in another way. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like the world building, too. I, I think the world building was constructed really well. Yeah. And I, I never felt like everything was being dumped on me at once. 
Yeah. Or that, um, that's a little bit how I felt with Keeper of the Lost Cities. Yeah. Same. When we first kind of got into it, and it was just like, like it was like this oh, is everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Einstein oh, was we, wrong. We didn't talk about really uh, the plot twist that was halfway through when we found out the character named the Darkling had bad intentions after all. Mm-hmm. Who could have possibly guessed that? The thing is, we all saw it coming, didn't we? At some point or another. We all saw it coming. Well, we but all then saw they... it coming, and then we let our guard down. And we were like, crap, should have let our guard down. Yeah. <laughs> we readers, we just feel it. We just feel it right here. Um, okay, overall rating of this book, um, what out of seven corn pops? That's our rating it, system I'll give here. It, um, five and a half. Yeah. Five and a half out of seven. I was going to say five out of seven, but five and a half out of seven. I would have said eight out of ten, but we're talking with seven, so. Yeah. Okay. Five Um, and a half corn cobs out of seven. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. All right. Okay. So hopefully this next section won't be as long because we've, like, Uh, already covered, like, the three main characters. Okay. So, yeah. So next we'll be talking about the second book, Siege and Storm, right after the sound effect. Okay, Siege and Storm, the second book of yes. the Shadow and Bone trilogy. Um, so we get introduced to quite a few new characters here. We do. We get a whole uh, new cast, mm-hmm. and my notes double, and then in the third book they quadruple. Yeah. Well, first, let's kind of go in our order. I did want to talk about the pacing a little bit for this. Yeah. Is the first book kind of ended off on a note, like, they've decided they're going to run away, they're going to, like... They're going to yeah. make sure the Darkling can't use the line of powers with the amplifier that makes the sound of the recording. <laughs> um, and, and then like, ten pages into the second book, she gets captured. Yeah, it felt like sort of everything, this, we were kind of back at point one. Everything we'd worked towards in the first book kind of just went... Yeah. Also... I guess they're supposed to be smaller, but I pictured like big deer antlers. <laughs> Why? Well, I I I I like, kind of like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're small, but my brain didn't think of that. Yeah. But like I, I, I saw them like as big as they are in the cover. So well, I think they're taken, and then you like put them that way, so they're yeah. like, down on the collar. Yeah, but yeah, that. but still, I saw them being pretty big. And when they always were describing, like, oh, covering it up with a scarf, I thought, like, sleeping would be uncomfortable. Her neck would look, like, all weird and bulgy under the scarf. I was confused. Yeah. And now I realize that I should have used a bit more brain power and decided that they were smaller. But, you know, I pictured giant deer antlers. Yeah. They would be, like, like, I, like, I knew they were like this. Yeah, and I, I thought they would be, like, sticking up in her face. I feel like Siege and Storm... The beginning, the first, like, 5,200 pages felt like a lot of... 5,200 pages? 5,200. Okay. Felt kind of like a bam, 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 bam. Like, we're running away. We get captured. We have to find this thing. We're uncaptured. But then we're kind of captured by these people. And then, like... Yeah. So I felt like that. That felt a little bit of quick kind of, like, you know, when you get slapped in the face, you're like... (laughs) How many times Um, have you gotten slapped in the face? Like, (laughs) Not very often. But I do live with the younger brothers. Okay. Um, yeah, the pacing was, um, interesting for this book. Also, I feel like as these goes on, the books go on, like, okay, this probably wouldn't be as 
much of a notable thing if I had the other covers, but I have the new ones where it's like the stag, the serpent, and the fire bird. Mm-hmm. As the books goes on, the creatures on the cover seem to get less and less relevant. Yeah. Like, the stag was the main, was a big part of the first one. Mm-hmm. And then it's like the climax when they find it at the end. Yeah. The serpent, I guess, like, they're threatening to kill a lino. So when you do that, mouth can work pretty fast. Um, but, oh, again, I flipped to the perfect page. Um, but. You're a magician, for better or for worse. No, I mean, I was actually flipping to the one where they were talking about killing a lino if Mal doesn't find them. Oh, okay, that one's out. So this time it actually was for better, but I didn't want to read anything. Yeah. Um, but they find it so quickly. And it, I think, like, it was supposed to be like a mythological creature. I think like not even a hundred pages in. Literally, yeah. They, Mal they find finds it. it within a week. Yeah. And it's like, just so... Like, and, I get that you're an A-plus tracker and stuff, and it gets explained a little bit in the third book, but it also kind of feels like people have been hunting this creature for thousands of years with no luck, and you find it like that. Yeah, and also once it was there, it was just kind of dead, and then it wasn't, like, really important to I mean, it it's, almost, it's a second amplifier. I guess it is important, but also, you know. It felt kind of like... Leah Bardigo felt like she had to kind of really get into it with the second book, like the first one. And then the majority of the book isn't even about the sea. What is is it called again? Serpent. Yeah, serpent. And it's like, yeah. Yeah. And then by the third book, the firebird was almost completely irrelevant. Yeah. We'll get into that later. Yeah. Um. Did we talk about our new characters? Ah, uh, yes. My favorites and also the ones I have annoyance with. I think you could okay. rant like this for hours. Yes. But we meet... Three, three new main characters, pretty much. Stormhound. A.K.A. Nikolai. Yeah. Stormhound and his crew aboard the, uh, whatever ship. Um, and, and, uh... There we meet... Tamar and Toila. And Toila. Tam and Lim. <laughs> Yeah. Except not, but you know. Um, I love I the twins so much. They're so great. I always, I don't know, I, I find that I always love the twins that are in fantasy books. Definitely. Every fantasy book has to have at least one set of twins, I feel. The majority of books, I feel like they always have, like, with a large cast of characters. Mm-hmm. There's always one set of twins. Twins are close brothers. Oh, triplets. Triplets. Both brothers only for yeah, Connor and Travis. Um, but I like them. Yeah, I, I, I like them a lot, and I. <laughs> yeah, but and, Mal and um, Stormhound get along pretty well. They're both like until they don't. Until they don't. <laughs> until Stormhound. 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 Weird. Yeah. Stormhound's big secret is revealed. Dun dun dun. He's actually Nikolai. The prince of the Ravkin throne. And that's where we get introduced to love interest number three, y'all. Nikolai. Nick Nikolai. What about platonic friendship? <laughs> okay, I spent the entirety of every time there was anything suggested between Nikolai and Alina. I spent the entire time in denial. Oh, it's platonic. Like, it's platonic, you know, like platonic. Bestie's getting married for the tax benefits. Yeah, exactly. Bestie's getting married for the tax benefits. Like us in life. Yeah, uh-huh. Exactly. <laughs> Mayonnaise, the cat. <laughs> Mayonnaise! 
I feel like we've talked about that life game before. It was a very fun life game. It we was. never finished it, did we? No. Yeah, we we did. made it. We yeah, we won. We won. <laughs> um, um yeah, well let's talk about actual things. Yeah. So we get introduced to Nikolai and slash Stormhound, who becomes a very prominent character in the rest of the books. Most definitely. And again, every character I either loved him or hated him. Yeah. So I, I liked him a lot as Stormhound. Yeah. He then became my favorite character, and again, this is where we get all my favorite characters. End up love interests, psychopaths, dead or all three. Yep. Um. But, nah. Yeah. <laughs> Storm. So, well, this is also when Alina starts getting her visions of the Darkling. Oh yeah, those creepy yeah because then, and then they're we like, find out like at the end that that was like those weren't her visions like he was doing that on purpose because he said like i was there in the blonde when you were there in the blonde. well yeah wow. he, they have like they get they get like this psychic connection thing because they Cognates? like because they're like yeah uh-huh because they've got because they like share their amplifying power kind yeah, of yeah yeah and so then their their souls are kind of like connected. <laughs> I'm doing a bunch of weird hand gestures here. It's like, more like a jellyfish. <laughs> See an enemy connection. Um, um. Yeah, I don't know what's up with them, but yeah, we don't see a lot of the Darkling until the end of this book. Yeah, and and the beginning we see him in, in the beginning. Oh, in the beginning. But then otherwise, for like most of like the the bulk. Of the book, he's just there in like Alina's visions. I, I for this one, I definitely feel like the pacing of the first book was a lot better. Yeah, because this one it had it had kind of like nonstop action for the first one hundred pages, which felt very sudden. Yeah, and kind of a lot of just kind of sitting around in the middle. In the middle, and then at the end, it was the battle. And then at the end, there's the battle, which I think was that was probably the best part. Yeah, like storytelling wise. Yeah. Um, the thing is with most of these books if they, is that they have very, like, definite final battles yeah. of the book. I mean, I maybe it's just me, but I have a hard time kind of figuring out what the final battle really is until it's over. I'm like, oh, that was what happened. Uh, What's your criteria for a great character? Usually ends up being a pretty girl with a sword. Somewhere <laughs> on the queer spectrum. And... Just kind of like pretty, just like awesome in general. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I like character development too. Yeah. Okay. There was this one thing where it was Tamar and Alina having a conversation and talking about like third childhood. It's like, and Alina was like, oh, what did you play as? children what did you and Carla do as children and Mark said we played with the skulls of our enemies <laughs> <laughs> I, I love her I relate <laughs> yeah definitely um, so, so yeah, yeah at I, the end well we get a lot more of David in this one. Oh yeah well, we yeah Genya was with the darkling and we know that something is right. gonna happen with her because she kind of helped them escape and by help, we mean she didn't really tell the Dorkling. So. Um. Well, poor Kenya. Mm. <laughs> he feels so bad for her, and I love her so much. She deserves a sword. <laughs> she does. But David, um, 
David helps. Yeah, they, we, they, they go back to um, the Dorklings castle and they find that there are a few like refugee kind of um, people who have uh, Grisha, Grisha, who haven't gone to the Dorkling side, including David, yeah. Zoya, who else? I can only remember like the four. Yeah. There, there's a decent amount. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're just the ones who haven't gone to the Darkling side. Um, and they, yeah. And then Alina huh. comes along and is like, ha ha, cool power. You listen to me now. Um, I found it. Um, I found the. Okay, continue. Um, and, um, did I cut you off? <laughs> I'm sorry. A little bit. Yeah, but, um, yeah, then there's, then they start having this weird parallel thing. Okay. And, like, Alina starts seeing the Darkling, like, every day. Yeah, that is. And it's really weird, and she won't tell Mal what's happening. So then, then Mal like gets angry. And then doesn't, like, Mal kiss Zoya at some point? Yeah. Doesn't that happen? Yeah, they're at, like, he's at, like, a wrestling match. It's like, <laughs> um. Yeah, that, and, was, that was so unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> that just came out of nowhere, and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Calm down. Here. Drama. Um, yeah, my note for that was, like, the drama. I know. Of the, oh, and then, like, that's also when, like, Alina and Nikolai have a whole thing. Yeah. In the well, same chapter. Literally. And then Mal starts, the, the Mal drama. starts just being like, I serve you. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> he becomes all, like, angsty and, like. Mal's either, like, so, like, kind or the most dramatic, overly dramatic and angsty person in the series. Literally, though. Um, oh. So, Alina's, this is the. Tomorrow and the Lina scene. I found it. Uh, she's talking about how she played with an old sock. <laughs> wow. <Alina. laughs> this is tomorrow. You were an odd little girl. You have no idea. What did you and Twilight play with? The skulls of our enemies. <laughs> I'm so excited to see, hopefully, tomorrow in, in Twilight in the show. Yes. I mean, I, I haven't seen the show, so like. I flip to the page. Oh, then okay. everybody dies. Oh, yeah. Then, like, everybody um, dies. Alina? Okay, I guess because she's, like, the sun summoner. But then there's, like, Nikolai's brother that then proposes to her again. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, you know, another prince, another proposal. <laughs> you can't be serious. Mal said with a disbelieving laugh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, every well everybody dies. And, um, yeah. well, okay, so like, Nikolai, uh, not Nikolai, um, what was the guy named? It's like Vincent or whatever. Who? The, the other prince guy who was like the heir to the throne. Oh, yeah. He's just a big yeah. dummy. Yeah, he dies and no one cares. Nobody cares. He was the one who, he caused his own death because he opens the borders Vastly. to the, like, Fijerians or whatever. Vastly. Vastly. And, and then he literally just lets the Darkling in and nobody knows. And, like, he's yeah. already there. And they're like, what the frick, dude? And, um, like, and then they, like, everybody dies, and it's all his fault. Nobody cares that he's dead. And then, like, there's only, like, four Gresha left, and it's oh, just, like, David. Was... Well, it's David, Genya, Alina, Tamar, Nadia, Toila, Zoya, Harsha. What does Harsha get introduced? I, I think have... he gets introduced in the second I didn't remember. Like, I kind of forgot about all of the, like, rest of the squad that are kind of background characters yeah. until the third book. Until I became, like, actual... <laughs> <laughs> the cult, the cult of the summoner. <laughs> no, the, he literally does have a cult, though. Remember? 
bat rat became made like a sports article. Oh yeah. We'll talk about that in the next section. But um yeah, everybody dies. And then they have a whole then she has a whole thing where she like tries to kill the dark thing by like taking all of what is it like the Nichovia? I which are like his weird shadow monster things. Yeah. Um Um I feel like more happens, but I'm just forgetting it. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh can I uh, I'm mad about a line of nicknames friends and I'm I'm honestly still in denial that that ever happened. Yeah. Because I don't think it did. What no. What are we talking about? I don't know. What, what is this page? This page never happened. No. All right. Okay. Let's talk about the third book now. Wait. Did we miss anything? Oh, rating. Rating. Okay. Um, um, this one. It was out less of seven. Than, I'd say maybe. I I I feel like four feels too low. Four feels too low. This is why I like the out of ten better. You get more options. I didn't. I don't make the rules. Well, I'm gonna does. do it out of ten. I think it was maybe a seven out of ten. Six. Six and a half out of ten. Yeah, okay. I would say, so if the last one was five and a half out of seven. This one is maybe a... Four and a half. Four and three quarters. Four and three quarters. <laughs> Quoting cobs. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. So now for the next one and probably the most emotionally painful. Oh, boy. Oh, God. All right. We'll see you in a sec. Okay. Third book. Sorry if we sound really out of breath, it's because we are. Yeah. Uh, okay, this was definitely the most emotional roller coastery one for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, are we still trying to follow the thing? We have, we have very limited time. Yeah, right well, let's, let's just really quick. It's, Structure, pacing. I mean, it was pretty good. Wasn't, like, A+. plus. Yeah, I have nothing notable to say about the pink. Again, I don't pay much attention to that. Um, I, I don't know. I, I felt like, I mean, we try not to do the overall rating until the end, but mm-hmm. I guess I'll just say that I think the first one was the best, like, written mm-hmm. out of all of them, and the second one is probably, probably the least. Yeah. Well, it was still, like, really good, but you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I would say that the third one was my favorite just because a lot happened. Yeah. And, like, a lot of characters suddenly got, uh, you know, things, like, pouts. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, nice, good. Okay, characters. Do we uh, meet anyone, like, new? Well, we, we really learn Harshaw more about a lot of the characters. Harshaw and Oncat. Oh, I love them so much. Again, they ended up. Uh, on cat, I guess, survived. Yeah. Oh, Sean didn't, which is sad. Okay. I miss, I tend to zone out during final battles for some reason, which feels like the parts where I wouldn't zone out, but I do. Um, And then I miss a ton. And then I was so confused at the ending because I didn't realize that, what was her name? Rose? No. Who? The person they boned instead of Alina, but they made her look like Alina. Oh, yeah. All right, so um, I was so confused on what they on like what Alida was doing when she was like being phoned at the end. Yeah, but then it was their wedding was like private, and it was just on cat in the in the little boy whose name I uh, Misha. Yeah, Misha. I love him. He, he was, was great. pretty great. Yeah. I like how uh, Mal and Alina just like adopted this child they found, and yeah. this and their dead friend's cat. <laughs> 
so sad. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, according to me, I finished uh, the Shadow and Bone series on December 5th at 9.18pm. Mm. What did you write? Well, that was certainly a thing I read. Is she being burned alive? Because I really zone out that much. <laughs> I think we can talk about the moment we've been talk- waiting to talk about for now. Not yet tomorrow! <laughs> Oh my god. No, I love them. Okay, I love them. I love them. I love them. Canon, and it's canon. And it's, it's canon. Okay. I want to talk about that for a second. I think I called it from the second tomorrow was introduced. I was yeah, like, she's like, I like her. She's gross. She's gross. New ship. Yeah, like, I, I predicted it from the first time they ever interacted. And I was like, shipping it as a joke kind of like i but then they got like canon moments and i was like what's happening and then it happened and i and i took so long to process i had to like go to the wiki and make sure that they were both female and i wasn't getting tomorrow and twilight confused i know and i love it because it makes sense and it's like yeah and it's just like right there and it's not like treated any differently yeah that's the thing i really like is it's not treated any differently than any of the like uh, male female relationships. Yeah. It's just like they're just like a Okay, but but those there was like the section of chapters that led me on such an emotional roller coaster. And I was like I was texting you so much, but you were behind me in the book, so I couldn't talk about it. And I was just like read faster, Isla. I need to rip, I need to rip. Um. <laughs> okay, so. Oh, can we talk about Bagra's backstory? Who? Bagra. Ba- Bagra. 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 Yeah. Dorkling's mine. Yeah. <laughs> And so we have no backstory, and it's sort of really Zelda. messed up, and then a line of things that she's related to the Darkling for a second. And that was like, that's like, um... It's like, uh-oh, no, though you are not having a, no, no. Yeah, that just gets into a whole other level of like, uh... <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, uh, thankfully she was not, uh, but someone else is. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, did I say so? No, no. Did you say no? No, no. Nah. I think it was just the door. Yeah. <laughs> um, so her backstory is incredibly messed up. She murders her own sister by slicing her in half, and then her sister gets her by. By her father, who is Mara, or whatever. Oh, and then like some stuff happens with Nikolai, and then people. Nikolai gets turned into a demon. I thought that's, that's not till later. Well, they go to this, like, secret hideout base. In the middle of the Okay, wait, wait, wait. Let, let me start at... Have you ever seen Smallfoot? I have. Remember the <laughs> but, like, thing really inside the mountain? Ago. It kind of reminded me of that. No, I don't. I saw that so long ago. Okay. Uh, wait. Okay, a lot happened in a lot... Okay. So, the... the Genya gives her justice against the king yeah um which is great the death to the king um uh, 
And then Juan and, Nica and Nikolai have some bestie makeover time, as I say in my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's that, what that is referring to. Nikolai um, kills his mom. That doesn't happen until later. I'm trying to go in order here. Oh, okay. Okay, and then uh, stuff happens. I don't know. Ah, uh, yes. This is such an in-depth analysis. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Tamara and Nadia become canon. And look at me being in school when that happens. And then I went to add my notes later. <laughs> and then Alina leaves the sleepover with her besties um, to go to sleep. And then the door playing is there. And then he's there, and then I ask if I can punch him in my notes. Can I punch him, please? <laughs> uh, All Sita wants for Christmas is to punch the dorkling. Um, come on, chat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I have this, I had this joke. We're halfway through the first book. I was just sitting there thinking, and I think, I'm pretty sure you were there. I think so. And I was like... His real name can't be the Dugling, right? Right. What if his real name is, like, Chad or something, and he just changed it because he thought his name was lame? Chad is kind of... <laughs> Not to offend any Chads out there. I'm sure you're... Like Chad from High School Musical. I'm sure you're all great, but the Chad from High School Musical has kind of just infected my brain. Okay. okay. Um, then we find out his real name. Yeah. Which is Alexander, but it's spelled with a K. Alexander. Which is like, what? It's spelled with a K instead of an X. Um, and, which I get, it's like the Russian spelling. But still. Uh, so, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton. Uh, yeah, I don't have much to say about that. Other than, I was just kind of in a state of shock. So it's like... That actually kind of fits, because, like, it's very common. Very common name. It's kind of funny. <laughs> I, was, I was, like, the K was kind of throwing me off, though. Mm -hmm. Um. Took me a while to realize it was just Alexander. Yeah. Kind of like Alexander. Okay, and then she, like, wakes up from her doikling adventures. And then, da-da-da. And then... I need to take a break from this book to regain my, san my sanity, only to be uh, thrown back into it uh, pretty soon when Alina and Bad Clothes. Alina okay. lost her powers. Right! Yeah. <laughs> We're going this very. Okay, wait, let me continue with my emotional roller coaster. And Baga have a talk, and then I make a Hamilton joke. <laughs> Alexander, I whispered. His true name is Alexander. And there's a million things he hasn't done. <laughs> just you. <laughs> okay, and then I was like, what? And then. Oh, no, I dropped, dropped one. Uh, and then. Is this from the backstory? I'm gonna take off my coat. It's making me the rustling noises. <laughs> Sorry for the poor recording quality. Okay, and then, uh, back, Bagra, Bagra, backstory time, and do you have anything to say about this other than yikes? No. 
I don't. Okay, so she her, she didn't like her sister Bagra, so she used the cut and sliced her in half. Mm-hmm. Well, I, there was more to it than that. She was, like, favored because her mom was like, no, you are weird. Hide. Yeah. Like parents do. <laughs> Um, and then she, like, and then the sister gets revived because the dad is a healer. Wait, no, he has a name. What, he, he's important. Morozova? Yeah. I'm gonna look at the wiki. I don't even know what the shadow and bone is. Is it just the Grishaverse? It's like the Morozova. It's the Grishaverse. Uh, a lot of a lot of stuff has. I know Why I have more to Why does the show come up before the book? Because people, like shows for than books because um, people don't have time to watch to read to to read a whole thing uh blah 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 backstory and then the line of things she's related to the door playing for a bit and i'm we're all like yikes oh yeah and then and then nikolai comes in here and um Again, this is one of the times where I just go in complete denial, and I'm like, wait, what? They're, 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 well, no, they're friends. Um, and then he, like, kind of proposes again. Um, kiss, but, like, mm. kind of kiss, but, like, not really. Um, and then I need to take another mental health break, and it's only been, like, all of this has happened in the span of, like, two chapters. Um... Uh, oh yeah, and then like some shadow stuff happens with Nikolai, and he's like a bode. <laughs> <laughs> Is he though? He's like a shadow bird, shadow demon bird. Yep, yeah, pigeon. <laughs> Six <of> pigeons. <laughs> okay, shadow and bone. A U idea. They're all pigeons. <laughs> Squawk, Alina said. Squawk, squawk, Matt replied. <laughs> oh yeah. He released another ball scream and two black shards both from his back. They unfurled like wings. <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a line of, that's a line of describing Nikolai's pigeon transformation. <laughs> what the heck? That's so weird. No, but I thought he was being stabbed, and I was like, wait, no, it's wings. No, but the grandma, right here, it's like, they unfurled, period. Like wings, period. <laughs> oh, Toilet is arrow Toilet's definitely arrow And I was glad when they didn't give him a love interest, because I was worried they would. Yeah. And then they didn't. And I was happy. Um. Oh, and Nikolai just kind of keeps popping up in Bode Pigeon, Nikolai. <laughs> I had a fan art of that. Yeah, keeps popping up. When we without... get season two of Shadow and Bone, and like we get Nikolai, I want to Photoshop his face. I'll, I'll do that. Oh, you can do it. Um, he just, but like, Nikolai and Pigeon form just kind of keeps popping up randomly and then not really doing anything other than like having a staring contest with a liner for a bit mm-hmm. and then she gets distracted and then he flies away flap flap okay what more there's more okay i i love the squad i love like squad goals <clears throat> i love like in books when squads get assembled mm-hmm. and they just like you know the keeper crew 
the like golden trio in Harry Potter, the seven, uh, Percy, Annabeth, and Grover. I just like them. I love like the big friendship groups, and I find them so cute. Then they go to find the Firebird. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Okay, so the Firebird is completely irrelevant. Yeah, Firebird has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, and then it's Mal, and Mal is related to. I was a little bit let down by that. I was like, really? Well, you you were like. You were with me when I read that, and you were like, oh, you gotta keep reading. It's, like, such a big plot twist. And I mean, then I it couldn't... is, but I was still like, eh. Yeah, I, I don't know. It feels kind of cliche. Like, if any of you have read The Last Fallen Star hmm. by Gracie Kim, it's a Rick Rowan Presents book. And, like, they're looking for The Last Fallen Star, and then they look, oh, we found it. Wait, no, it's actually the main character. I get kind of tired yeah. of that arc. Ah. Uh. I just think it's, like, but you're a human. Mm-hmm. That doesn't... So then Mal keeps trying to commit suicide. He does? Well, not really, because Alina has to kill him. Oh, good. But he's and then we to... go, like, right back to the first book, but reversed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I could have just made, like, the same entrance for my school assignment, <laughs> but reversed the names. Um, oh, right, okay. I feel like maybe this is just, you know, me. But I see a lot of things that are, like, supposed to be romantic. And I'm just like, that's so creepy. <laughs> like, I don't get that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, this um, book taught me the valuable skill of how to purposely zone out when I read. <laughs> so I can read words without processing them in my brain. Which has been very helpful. Oh, right, again, reading the final battle in school. <laughs> All the worst times in school. Okay. <sighs> Little Sita. So young and innocent a few weeks ago. <laughs> uh, was in class reading this book, and I was pretty near the end. Uh, and then I, like, put it down on the side of my desk and did my other work. And my teacher came by. And looked at the book and looked at... This book is, like, filled with notes. There are so many. Uh-huh. And they, like, stick out the side. And they're, like, yeah. neon green. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, what are those? That's a lot of notes. And I was like, haha, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he picked up the book and started flipping through it. <laughs> Sita felt so exposed. I was, like, trying to as calmly as possible, like, grab it back. <laughs> like, haha, yeah, nothing interesting in there. And the person who sat next to me was laughing. <laughs> I was like, what What help? Um, Wouldn't you like to know? And I said that like it's, like, something really bad. It's not. <laughs> yeah. I just don't, like, because, like, people wouldn't understand, and they would probably be expecting some sort of, again, in-depth analysis sort of stuff. Something, because, like, you know, some, like, smart person thing. And then it's not. And then it's me screaming about Tamara and Nadia. Huh. Huh. And, and then final battle stuff. Oh, they both die. Um. Yeah, they both Okay, die. Mal dies. And then the Darkling dies, and I was and so... dies. Except, did he die on screen? 
I don't think page. so. I don't think so. Yeah, because I didn't. Alina's love interests are dropping like flies. Um, hmm. but they were, they were, they were all dropping like flies. Like now Nikolai's the only one left, so let's hope that doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> um. Oh, and then like Mal's alive again. That's actually really nice handwriting. That's a very nice W. I know. I feel like writing these notes really improved my handwriting <laughs> because I wrote so many of them. Honestly, by the end of the... Okay. And but. it's your parents are always like, oh, just finish the chapter of the book. And I'm like, no, I can't do that. Because it always ends in a cliffhanger. Yeah. Yeah. Also, my mom wants to read the book. <laughs> okay, yeah, Nikolai such a bicon. Also, uh, the dog playing, <laughs> the dog playing is bad, because he doesn't care about your agenda, he'll kill all your loved ones and absolutely destroy your mental health either way. <laughs> what great representation. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> okay, but there's a line in the first book about how, uh, <clears throat> about how uh genya says that like everyone in the glitchros is glitchros is some way likes the darkling and i was just like so everyone has to be at least a little bit by then <laughs> yeah just, just a little bit because you didn't say like all the females you said everyone mm-hmm everyone <laughs> All right, let's try to wrap this up. Um, okay, yeah, this is really long. Happily ever after? No, it doesn't. A um, lot of people die. Yeah, I kind of like the like. I like the book where everyone dies. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, um, no, I I just I made a lot of jokes about that to my friend who doesn't understand uh, these like YA fantasy books, and would much rather read graphic novels about animals and plants and stuff so yeah yeah nice the, i know that there's so much more but i just don't know what to say Talk i never know what to the, say the, the story at the end probably oh the dark like short story wrap it up the things going on to its time limit oh okay no, no. Are we live? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, okay, well, I'm talking about the short stories now. Yes. I don't know if I have the brain cell capacity for this. Okay, so the Ganya short story, uh, it's about Ganya. It takes, <laughs> <laughs> it takes place, uh, during the first book. Yeah. Well, and, oh, yeah. I love Ganya, and I just wanted to be happy. It proves that the Darkling was a manipulative messages. And yawn. Ugh. Okay. Uh, well. Then it talks about how the king was like a big jerk. And how, so the darklings, very manipulative of everyone's emotions. 
And poor Daddy, and I just oh. want him to be happy. And he can't be happy, but he gets to be happy at the end, I hope. Thumbs up. Okay, then the Doug Lim short story, which again, I read in school. Why am I it always was reading insane. in school? And then and more of the weird Russian spelling names. Yeah. Eric spelled E Y R K <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And. Who spells Eric like that? <laughs> Apologies to anyone whose name is Eric spelled that way. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, and then she, like, uh, not she, and then, you know. Gender fluid dwarf <laughs> Um, And then he, like, uh, makes a friend, and then the friend turns on him, and he ends up killing two kids. Yeah. This all takes place when he's, like, 13, by the way. <laughs> Because in the, it like did like a thing where it shows the thing and that flashbacks to before it. Hmm. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That can be confusing when it happens. Uh, it was like, what? What are all these dead people? And then it's like, how dork yeah, the and, guy? And he used to cut on himself, which sounds extremely painful. I know. But well, he was in the water, and then the girl was freezing the water, and then trying to pound his head with a rock. Oh yeah. Okay. So and then the so, other guy came. Should we try and explain the story a bit? Probably. I mean, well, hopefully if they he listen to this He goes to a new they... camp because him and his mom are, like, on the run, whatever. Yeah. Because they're both, like, shadow wielders. And, and they go to this nice camp, and everyone's nice, kind of. And then he makes some... And then some... he makes a girlfriend slash friend. What? <laughs> there was romantic tension. What's that? <laughs> and then they go to, like, a romantic lake. Thing. What was? And what? then she ends up trying to kill him. Then another guy comes with like a knife. Yeah. Well, no, he he made friends, friends, <laughs> with this girl and her sister. What boyfriend? Nothing. <laughs> um, and then they, and then at one point he like uh saves them from this guy who's like bullying them with his mm-hmm. shadow shade shadow bending and then he holds the hand of the girl and she's like gasp you're an amplifier and he's like gasp Honestly, you should just wear gloves like sophie like the enhanced like elsa <laughs> like elsa like you know yeah this is what you do yeah um so he could just like not touch anyone i guess i mean like it would be nice to have an excuse not to touch people <laughs> But, yeah, and then he's like, yo, do you want to go swimming at, like, nighttime? Because <laughs> that's not suspicious at all. Yeah, just a second, really quick. We need to wrap it up. Yeah, so that's basically and it. And then she tries to kill him. And then she tries to kill because him. Because she needs an amplifier. To protect her sister, but still, don't kill the dude. Yeah. Um, just get one yourself, you know? Just go hunt a stag. Be like Mal. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening to this episode that will hopefully be shorter when we cut down, like, a mass amount of editing. Yeah. And, um, you can email us at ravenpuffpodcast at gmail.com with, like, questions and stuff. You can tell I've lost, like, like, a record amount of brain cells in this. So, like, yeah, bye. See you later. Are we live? Yes. Okay. Um, okay, we're gonna talk about the short stories now. Yes. I don't know if I have the brain cell capacity for this. Okay, so the Ganya short story... Uh, it's about Ganya. It takes <laughs> it takes place 
uh, during the first book. Yeah. When and while oh, yeah. I, I love Kenya, and I just wanted to be happy. It proves that the Darkling was a manipulative messages and yawn. <sighs> okay. Uh, well. Then it talks about how the king was like a big jerk. And how so the Darkling's very manipulative of everyone's emotions. Yeah. And poor Kenya, and I just oh. wanted to be happy. He can't be happy, but he gets to be happy at the end, I hope. Thumbs up. Okay, then the Darkling short story, which again, I read in school. Why am I it always was reading insane. in school? And then and more of the weird Russian spelling names. Yeah. Eric spelled E Y R K <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. And. Who spells Eric like that? <laughs> Apologies to anyone whose name is Eric spelled that way. Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, and then she, like, or not she, and then, you know. Gender fluid Dorkling. <laughs> um, and then he, like, uh, makes a friend, and then the friend turns on him, and he ends up killing two kids. Yeah. This all takes place when he's, like, 13, by the way. <laughs> Because in the, it like did like a thing where it shows the thing and then it flashbacks to before it. Hmm. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. That can be confusing when it happens. Uh, it was like, what? What are all these dead people? And then it's like, how did yeah, and, die? And he used to cut on himself, which sounds extremely painful. I know. But well, he was in the water, and then the girl was freezing the water, and then trying to pound his head with a rock. Oh yeah. Okay. So and then the so, other guy came. Should we try and explain the story a bit? Probably. I mean, well, hopefully if they he listen to this He goes to a new they... camp because him and his mom are, like, on the run. Whatever, yeah. Because they're both, like, shadow wielders. And, and they go to this nice camp and everyone's nice. Kind of. And then he makes some... And then some... he makes a girlfriend slash friend. What? <laughs> there was romantic tension. What's that? <laughs> and then they go to, like, a romantic lake. Thing. What was? And what? then she ends up trying to kill him. Then another guy comes with like a knife. Yeah. Well, no, he he made friends, friends, <laughs> with this girl and her sister. What boyfriend? Nothing. <laughs> um, and then they, and then at one point he like uh saves them from this guy who's like bullying them with his mm -hmm. shadow shade shadow bending and then he holds the hand of the girl and she's like gasp you're an amplifier and he's like gasp honestly you should just wear gloves like sophie like the enhancer like elsa <laughs> like elsa like you know yeah this is what you do yeah um so he could just like not touch anyone i guess i mean like it would be nice to have an excuse not to touch people <laughs> But, yeah, and then he's like, yo, do you want to go swimming at, like, nighttime? Because <laughs> that's not suspicious at all. We need to wrap it up. Yeah, so that's basically and it. And then she tries to kill him. And then she tries to kill because him. Because she needs an amplifier. To protect her sister, but still, don't kill the dude. Yeah. Um, just get one yourself, you know? Just go hunt his dad. Be like Mal.
Um, yeah, so thank you for listening to this episode. They will hopefully be shorter when we cut down, like, a mass amount of editing. Yeah. And, um, you can email us at ravenpuffpodcast at gmail.com with, like, questions and stuff. You can tell I've lost, like, like, a record amount of brain cells in this. So, like, yeah, bye. See you later.